helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. But they should. But I've they always should. wanted to say that. I've yeah. always wanted to say that. Phil George with us here on the Aging Hour. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions is who powers it. And, and I think I need to explain yeah. what why I said, but they should. We, we um, on all of our shows, we right. always run disclaimers. Absolutely. Uh, it's, uh, it's just a thing we do, you know, that says um, the views expressed do not, you know, necessarily uh, – Come from the station management right. or the staff or the you know they're yeah. they're so, solely your opinion or my opinion. Exactly. You know, so we, but I always thought it was funny when Rush Limbaugh used to uh, come on after a disclaimer and say, "But they, but they should." should. <laughs> I, I just anyway. Oh, by the way, if management's listening, just joking, yeah. just joking. Yeah. Phil George, how just are you, buddy? A good time, real good, Bill. How about yourself, I'm okay. Phil good. George, elder law attorney with the Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Mm-hmm. We do this show each and every Saturday at uh, at one o'clock. Because because we're all aging and you cover lots of stuff. Everything that has to do with aging. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to give people a better idea of how to plan successfully for retirement. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, 70% of those retirement plans fail. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just, it's not acceptable. No. Um, because you can avoid it. You can set your families up for success. You just mm-hmm. have to go about that planning in a different way. That's what this show is all about. We uh, always love to hear from you. Uh, that is radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's the email address if you want to contact Phil. That is radio at safeharborlegal.com if you have a question or a, a topic uh, for an upcoming show or if, you, or if you just want to beat us over the head absolutely uh, with a constructive absolutely <laughs> that, that tends to be a little bit softer that's like a nerf bat yeah <laughs> and uh, by the way i happen yeah. to know this we're going to talk about this a little later uh, i happen to know that uh you love seminars Ab- absolutely and yeah. you've got one coming up yeah. uh first of the year yeah right we're, so we're only going to be mm-hmm. doing a couple in bellingham this next coming year right and and uh, we do. We have one coming up in Bellingham. Okay. We'll be there at the 7th uh, at 11 a.m. That's the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. We'll mm-hmm. be talking about it more, obviously, in upcoming shows. We'll sure. talk about it a little bit more in the in our fourth segment here mm-hmm. at the end of our the hour. Wrap up. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm okay. looking forward to it, getting out cool. there and seeing everybody in Bellingham. It's been a while since we've been. so Right. Well, yeah. you know, kicking off uh, 2023 with the seminar. What are we chatting about today? So today we've got a bunch of good things going on. So the first one's a client question. Should you consider changing your will to a trust? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we got a couple of good articles. One is mistakes couples make when planning for retirement. And the two is, the second one is nasty financial surprises that could derail your retirement. Ooh. Nice. And then we're getting to my favorite segment, the yeah. wrap up, right. where uh, Bill says I just get to regurgitate the stuff we already talked about. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you some more information on the, uh, the upcoming the seminar. seminar. Excellent. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's jump into the uh, first email question uh, that you got here. Uh, I have it uh, in front of me. It says, my husband and I have a will that we signed back in 2009. It's probably time that we start thinking about getting things updated. Is it better to go with a trust? Are you going to say depends again? Yeah, absolutely. Until they come in here and they want to sponsor the show, I'm just going to keep plugging for it. So, um, But this is a great question. It's one I get a lot. And there are really two questions here. The first one is when should you really start thinking about updating your will or trust? Mm -hmm. And the second one is, is a will or a trust better for you? And so we'll start with that first question. When should you think about updating? your will or trust. Okay. And and really, that's anytime something major happens in your so life. So you got to change or something. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say you moved here from another state mm-hmm. or or you acquired real estate or you inherited real estate from out of state or some other large asset. You know, something, something dramatically has changed about the size of your estate. Mm-hmm. If there's been a death in your family or a birth in the family, if the family dynamic has changed, if, if your goals or concerns for retirement have changed, mm. if, if any of one of those ring a bell... Or really, you know, if it's been more than probably 10 or 15 years since you've looked at it, you should probably schedule a trip to go in, talk to your attorney, and, and have another look at your will or trust just to make sure everything's up to snuff and everything reads exactly the way you want it to. We've covered this on the show before. They, the uh, person, uh, young lady was asking, uh, you know, they've got a will. Mm-hmm. Should they, would it be better to go with a trust? Mm-hmm. Uh, a will or a trust? There's right. differences, right? There, there are differences. Yeah. And so if you kind of step back and look at it, a will and a trust, they accomplish 
basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. They both say how you want to distribute your assets after you pass away. Um, and that's about where the similarities end. Mm-hmm. Uh, a will uh, is basically designed to use the probate process. And so for those that don't know, um, if you pass away in Washington and you own real estate or you own more than $100,000 in other probatable assets, you have to go through probate when mm-hmm. you pass away. So if I have a will and I have own real estate, uh, when I pass away, my wife has to take my estate through probate. Okay. And then my kids have to take her estate through probate when she passes. And probate's anywhere, it starts at about $5,000 or so, takes about uh, uh, takes about six months on the low end up until, of course, you heard the horror stories where it takes years and all well, that Well, I've told kind you before, with, the, with my mom's estate, it took, uh, we didn't even have a POA. And Absolutely. it took us, took us about 18 months. It does. It, t- it can done. sometimes yeah. take a long time. And there are a couple of other big issues that I have with probate. One, it's not private. So when part of the probate process, right, you go to court. So if I pass away, my wife has to take my will to court. She has to work with an attorney. They have to file how big our estate is. Mm-hmm. Um, so once they file that information, that becomes public knowledge. Somebody that can somebody can reach out and look at that information online. Okay. Yeah. And then when that that uh, those assets get distributed, that's something that people can look up online as well. So if you have mm-hmm. a large estate and all of a sudden your kids start receiving a sizable inheritance, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon for somebody to get a new best friend or a new girlfriend oh, yeah. or something along those lines. Yeah. Because again, these things just aren't private. And the other issue that I have with probate is that it tends to promote fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, probate is, it's a court process. Uh, part of that is inviting everybody that's related to the person to have a say, so mm-hmm. to speak. So if there are people that have um, <clears throat> maybe not such a good relationship to begin with, putting them in a situation where they get to stand in court and air their grievances mm. can sometimes le- lead to fighting. And so yeah. when you have a will, you have to go through that process. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I sense, you know, because we've talked about this before. Sure. Uh, I know it depends on you know sure. your circumstances, but you always seem to lean towards trust. It's just a little, uh, it, it's more encompassing and kind of there one, are, one-stop shopping there. There are times when a will is appropriate. And yeah. so in my mind, so a will is easier to create. Mm-hmm. It's like the old Easy Bake Oven commercials. You set it and you forget it. Yeah. Um, they're usually less expensive to create. So if you're in your 20s or 30s, um, if you don't have a lot of assets, if you know you don't have a, a large estate or anything to worry about, mm-hmm. a will will probably be fine for you. A will yeah. will probably be okay because if your estate has to go through probate, that doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. there's not really much there. You, you've told me before that a trust mm-hmm. is like making a, a big legal bucket. Exactly. Right? Putting a, everything in there. Exactly right. It's a great big legal bucket. You put all your assets inside of it. That way, when you pass away, if I, my wife and I have a trust and I pass away, in the eyes of the court, I pass away broke because the trust owns all the assets, and that allows us to go in and and avoid probate. Hmm. So um, now with all those assets that are in the bucket, all those assets that are in the trust, you can use those assets in any way you can now. You can buy assets and put them in the trust. You can sell the assets that are in the trust. You can... Like I said, do anything with those assets owned by the trust. You can amend, revoke, restate the trust, put assets in, take assets out, whatever you want to do. So it doesn't limit your ability to manipulate or use those assets in any way. It, it, you know, I think you've told me before that uh, that a trust can cost a little bit more, but it sounds yeah. like your options are much better. It does. It, yeah. it can cost a little bit more. Uh, the option and it it definitely doesn't usually cost as much as the probate cost is. Oh. So, oh. Um, but it's it's uh, the cost is a little bit more. It takes a little bit more thought to put into it. And you have to make sure you're updating it. So throughout your life, if you end up um, in a position where you, you know, let's say you go down to Mexico and you go to one of those free timeshare breakfasts mm-hmm. and you end up getting suckered into it and you get a timeshare. Yeah. If you forget to put that timeshare into your trust, that can then drag you through probate after you pass away. So okay. you, it's one of those things where you have to, you have to, as you acquire assets, you have to keep putting them in the bucket and you have mm-hmm. to be cognizant of that fact. So it is, there's a little bit more work that goes into it. It is a little bit more expensive, but it really comes down to Bill on, on just kind of what your goals are yeah. for after you pass. I like um, the fact it's private. Absolutely. I like that. I do too. I, you know, that means quite a bit. I don't need anybody knowing exactly what I have right. or don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't need, you know, anybody to know that, uh, you know, let's say that if I, if I have a kid that has a substance abuse issue, I don't need that to be public knowledge because my kid gets his inheritance mm-hmm. in some kind of special trust or something like that. Yeah. So, but what it really comes down to, Bill, is, is you know, do you want to make life easier for you while you're still alive? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do, that's really a will. 
Yeah. Uh, a will is going to accomplish that. Okay. If you want to make life easy for the people, or really much easier for the people that you leave behind, whether that's your wife or your husband or your children, you should really be looking at a revocable living trust. Okay. Again, they're more expensive up front, not by a lot, but they are more expensive up front. Mm-hmm. But the amount of just um, a pain in the butt that it alleviates is, yeah. is huge. You don't have to go through probate. You don't have to worry about the fighting. You don't have to worry about the privacy issue. Um, I would assume that if uh, somebody had a question uh, further about that, you know, you can absolutely. always you can always email us radio at uh, safeharborlegal dot com. But they can also talk to you uh, about it at the uh, seminar, seminar you've got coming up on the seventh of, absolutely. of uh, January. Yes, that would both be very good ways to look at this. If you've got a question, radio at safeharborlegal dot com, or like you said, that that uh, upcoming seminar on January seventh at eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. here in Bellingham. We'll give you more details on uh, the seminar here uh, a bit later, but. I like this uh, this subject coming up next. Mistakes couples make when planning for retirement. Hmm. Would that include me and Lisa? Ah, We'll find out. Yeah, okay. That's coming up next on uh, the uh, Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGM. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. This year, you should give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. I'm the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you? At Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, we practice a comprehensive and collaborative approach to estate and retirement planning that will help you set your family up for success. Don't let another year go by without getting your planning in order. Learn more by joining joining me for a free seminar in Bellingham on Saturday the 7th of January at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott on Northwest Avenue. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but... Did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. 
And we are back for our uh, second segment, the uh, Safe Harbor Aging Hour. Yeah, it's the uh, Aging Hour powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, uh, and the man across the mic from me, he's the guy that's got all the answers. Elder law attorney Phil George. Always good seeing you, buddy. Good seeing you too, Bill. Well, if you have a question, uh, if you got anything you want us to bring up here on uh, the show, radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's the email address. That's, uh, once again, radio at safeharborlegal.com. And We'll, uh, we'll address it on a uh, future show here on the Aging Hour on KGMI. You teased this just a few minutes yeah. ago. Uh, my wife, Lisa, and I, as uh-huh. you as you know, sure. I'm going to be turning a magic number in February, yes. uh, which uh, I, I don't want to give it away. I think I've told everybody before, but I'm like five or six eggs. Five or six years past retirement age, right? <laughs> and, and, and I'm still thinking, am I going to retire one They're going to have to drag you out of here. Well, uh, you wanted to talk about mistakes couple yes. make, uh, what we make when planning for retirement. Yeah. Where, where did this uh, come from? So this came out of uh, AARP. It's uh, a gal, Patricia Amend. She was the author of it. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, as you plan for retirement, um, a lot of times people just don't end up talking to their spouse. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they just kind of keep going through life as 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 retirement's coming up on them. They they don't talk about you know what their goals or concerns are. It sounds like they want to keep their head down. They they, want, they yeah, really do. Okay. You know, they they or they just automatically assume that their spouse is going to believe the same things they do or want the same things they do. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's really not true. No, okay. And so this article in particular. It's it's important to have a successful retirement to, to obviously talk to your spouse and avoid these things. It's also important because there is such a thing as you know an increase in divorces when people get retired. Yeah, um, you know all of a sudden you know you've been working your whole life forty hours a week and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're in a position where now you you know you're you're sitting across a front room from each other. You got twenty four hours a day. It's just you two exactly. And you right. say who is that exactly? Who yeah. is this person? Yeah. You know the last time we really had a conversation was twenty years ago. So um, these are good things to just remember and know as you just kind of get through retirement and and just life in general, right? You want to make sure you're having these conversations. Yeah, so don't make these mistakes. What's number one? So number one, this is a big one. The big mistake is not talking about money. Okay, well, you know something? Lisa and I can just tick that off because it seems like that's all we talk talk about. So we're a little ahead of the game there. Uh So this is one of the biggest reasons that people fight in marriage anyway, right? Um, They have disagreements about money, what that looks like. And so this one, this is geared towards retirement. So this isn't necessarily, okay, you spent too much money on the ground beef this week, or mm-hmm. you didn't use the coupons at cash and care or whatever right. else. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, how do you approach retirement and what's important for you in retirement? Um, you know, you really want to talk through these issues carefully so you can get a chance of kind of clearing up any kind of misunderstandings or or misconceptions before you actually hit retirement. And so you may think you're actually in agreement, but a lot of times the opposite is exactly the truth. So, you know, when to retire, um, you know, if you're sitting there thinking you're going to wait until 65 to retire and your spouse is thinking that she wants to retire at 62 or whatever else, you want to make sure you're on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that you th- can plan accordingly. Uh, funny story. Lisa yeah. Lisa asks me every day, when are you going to retire? <laughs> and I go, I say, soon, but I'm still having too much fun Absolutely. right now. But yeah, we do talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. How about whether to support adult children, oh. right? And, and how much to support adult children? You know, you've got uh, an adult child that uh, maybe they need money for school or mm-hmm. maybe they need money for a down payment. And we've talked about this on episodes before. You should never give your child money if it's going to endanger your own retirement. Right. But having that conversation with your spouse, uh, sometimes people feel that, you know, the most important thing to do with money is help their children. And and finding that out ahead of time before you get to retirement and kind of working that out with your spouse is incredibly mm-hmm. important. Okay. Uh, how much you should be spending on leisure activities, um, how much you should be spending on going out and uh, to dinner or to movies or to, you know, to the theater mm-hmm. or on travel or whatever else, right? How much you can to be spending on that. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, there are spouses that, that don't think that that's a big deal at all. And sometimes, you know, you have a spouse who they, heck, they've spent their whole life working and mm-hmm. now they really want to enjoy it. And so yeah. they're planning on spending a significant chunk of those retirement savings mm-hmm. on those types of leisure activities. And what so about you, what about if you've got extra money? Absolutely. You need to talk about that, right? Oh, well, you do, because you need to know where you're going to spend that, how you're going to invest that, exactly what mm-hmm. that's going to look like. So okay. not talking about money is the first 
of the five mistakes couples make. Number two. Not sharing details. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get something that will uh, bite you on the rear end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, and I'm a married man. Sometimes I fudge around the details a little bit, especially Mm -hmm. if I know they might lead towards an argument or a Mm -hmm. fight. But not sharing details is one of the worst things that you can do. And this article specifically is talking about, you know, uh, is is putting this in terms of the being the bill paying spouse. So if I'm the bill paying spouse and I go through every month and I make sure that all the bills are paid and everybody's getting their money on a timely manner and I know how much those minimum payments are and I know how much everything goes and where it's at and when it's supposed to be paid off. If I don't tell my spouse about that, then what happens if something happens to me? Yeah, if something happens to you, they have exactly. to take, they got to take that over, right? Exactly and right. they don't have the details. They don't have any of the details. And now they, in order to be able to just exist, they have to kind of follow your rabbit trail just, mm. to, just to, to end up paying those bills. And so one of the best things you can do, uh, of course, you want to share these details, but in my experience is, is really kind of uh, try to include a professional in this kind of planning. Oh, so, okay. yeah. you know, bring somebody on like a, an accountant or a, a, some kind of financial planner or something like that mm-hmm. that can help you um, or can help your spouse if you end up passing away and now your spouse needs to take over. Yeah, just make sure uh, everybody knows uh, Absolutely. You know what they're doing. That's the main thing. Okay, we, uh, we're talking about uh, the uh, five mistakes that couples make when we're uh, planning for retirement. Yeah. We're up to number three. Not agreeing on an investment strategy. Hmm. And so this is one, uh, and, and again, you know, some spouses, they just don't care. They, they just want the money to be invested. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a, a spouse that is interested in what's going on, it's a lot of times it's hard to agree on how to invest. You know, you have one spouse that is uh, risk averse and mm-hmm. one spouse who just wants to roll the dice and put it, it on the roulette wheel tw- and see what happens. Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So finding out where that happy medium is for your family, what can make you both be able to sleep at night mm-hmm. is incredibly important. So you want to have that, that dialogue about just basically the overall financial plan here, right? How much you're going to spend, how aggressive you want to be. This is incredibly important. Yeah. We were uh, in the first mistake issue, we were talking about uh, – uh, how you know couples don't talk about money, yeah. and we were delving into about whether or not to support adult children right. during that one. I'm assuming that probably comes up as well uh, a, a possible mistake. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So helping the next generation or not. So mm-hmm. let's say one partner wants to uh, take care of children or grandchildren, and, and the other one does not. So taking care of can be any number of things. It can be allowing them to move in. It can be you know continuing to to kind of pay for some of their their bills, those types of things. You know, um, we talk about this all the time, and we've kind of said this a little bit previously, but it's a lot like, um, you know, jumping on the airplane when the stewardess says, if we're if this thing's going to crash land, make sure your own mask is on first. Right. Same thing goes with the retirement financial plan. You don't want to put yourself in danger, it, you know, just to help your kids out, but mm-hmm. it's important to some people. So having that conversation about exactly how much you're going to help those next generations, your kids kids, your, your grandkids, your great grandkids is going to be incredibly important because this can be one of those things that can really derail a relationship or a, a financial strategy. We're chatting about the five mistakes uh, couples make when they uh, plan for retirement here on the Aging Hour, powered by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, with my good friend uh, Phil George, elder law attorney. And mm-hmm. we're up to the final one, which is a little scary. Numero cinco, accepting the f- effects of aging. Which and I so, don't. Well, no, but I don't. Uh, you don't. Well, pff, you, you are in your when, prime. When, when geriatricsy, I may just made up a word, <laughs> when it comes <laughs> knocking on the door, uh-huh. I, I, refu- I, won't, I won't answer. Sorry. <laughs> well, this one specifically is about one spouse starting to exhibit signs of dementia, right? right? And what are you going to do? How are you going to react if one spouse does that, right? If all of a sudden one spouse gets sick, starts displaying signs of dementia, the other spouse has to start taking care of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you want to be taken care of? What's important to you? How do you make sure you don't run out of money taking care of this person? If the healthy spouse then passes away first, and this happens a lot because Mm. it's very physically taxing to take care of somebody like this. But if the healthy spouse then then pass away 
And that falls to your kids. And now all of a sudden your kids have to scramble to take care yeah. of you. And so how do you plan around that? How do you plan to make sure that that that, that one illness doesn't derail the next three generations mm-hmm. uh, of your family? And so this becomes an incredibly important thing to talk about and a good reason to probably come to uh, my seminar in January. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but basically make a plan. That's Absolutely. What, uh, that's what Phil likes to uh, talk about. We'll tell you about the seminar uh, coming up first week of uh, January here in just a few minutes. Uh, but uh, coming up next... Um, little surprise, maybe, that yeah. might wreck your retirement? Some financial surprises. We'll do that next on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. This year, you should give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. I'm the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you? At Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, we practice a comprehensive and collaborative approach to estate and retirement planning that will help you set your family up for success. Don't let another year go by without getting your planning in order. Learn more by joining Joining me for a free seminar in Bellingham on Saturday, the 7th of January at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott on Northwest Avenue. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Yeah, thanks again for joining us on uh, the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Right across the microphone from me is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. As uh, well, we talk about aging. You know, mm-hmm. That's what we do. Absolutely. Uh, if you, um, if for some reason maybe uh, you missed uh, a segment, or you say, "Oh, what was that article about? What? Uh, where did I find that?" Mm-hmm. Uh, we we record all of our uh, shows, yes, and we put them up. Uh, we put them up on our uh, podcast page at KGMI. Yep. But that's not the only place where you can access exactly them. Yeah. right. You can get them on my website at safeharborlegal.com. and really you can get them anywhere where you can find podcasts. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. 
uh, Spreaker, anywhere where you can find uh, podcasts out there. Just Google the or just search for the Aging Hour, mm-hmm. and all of the different episodes that we've aired should pop up. Great way to share that with friends and family. Yeah, uh, very easy to do so. Um, now you wanted to talk about uh, some uh, eh, some surprises, uh, not not so good uh, that uh, could wreck our retirement, especially when it comes to finances. I tell you what, anytime I see an article that says six na- six nasty surprises or any number of nasty surprises, it's got my attention. Oh, so sure. you know that coming in here yeah so where'd this come from so this one came from media feed and uh gal deb hip was Mm -hmm. the author of it uh six nasty financial surprises that could wreck your retirement and so according to this study out of transamerica uh, across three generations so that's millennials generation x and baby boomers Mm -hmm. two-thirds are confident they will be able to retire with a comfortable lifestyle Mm. and so the unfortunately um we know that about 70 percent of retirement plans fail and and these are going to be some of those things that uh, can actually derail your financial plans in retirement. Okay, so we've got uh, six of them yes. to uh, discuss. The first one that you shared with yes. me about uh, long-term uh, care costs, very yeah. important because, you know, Lisa and I Absolutely. are just insured to, to the, the hilt. hilt when it comes to uh, long-term Absolutely. care insurance. It's it's not cheap, right. but, uh, you know, Lisa was in the insurance game absolutely. for a number of years, and she said, we're getting this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the long-term care insurance, it's it's good for a lot of people. It, it, it isn't right for everybody. Right. It's something that mm-hmm. you have to look at. Um, you know, there's a certain amount of, of benefit that people receive that, that just from feeling good about being insured. Yeah. Um, and so everybody's a little bit different there. Um, they, they do cost uh, quite a bit, like mm-hmm. Bill was saying. Um, but, you know, they are good for a lot of people. And so, but, you know, but the average cost for long-term care uh, in our area, what's that? Uh, about ten thousand dollars a month. About ten thousand a month, right? right? Yeah. And uh, I know you told me before that uh, anybody who's turning sixty-five, which I saw in the rearview mirror some mm-hmm. time ago, yeah. that um, there's a pretty good chance they're going to need long-term care. About seventy percent. Right? Wow. Yeah, about seventy percent of those that are turning sixty-five today are going to need long-term care, mm. and of those, around twenty percent of them are going to need long-term care support for more than five years. Mm. So planning for long-term care should be—it's not something you can just put your head in the sand about. It's something that you need to be proactive active about because it's gonna probably hit your family and how well you've planned is going to really determine how well your family comes through this i assume that there are ways to maybe help mitigate the cost like you were saying so long-term care insurance is a good one um of course you can pay privately if you want to pay the ten thousand dollars a month um but then there are other ways too you can you know there with proper planning if i've got a husband and wife in front of me and and we've put the right legal documents together the vast majority of the time I can help them save a hundred percent of the estate and get a sick spouse onto Medicaid to mitigate those costs. Wow. So there are no, um, there's no truth to the kind of prevailing thought out there that families have to be absolutely destitute in order to get help from the government. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, that's wrong. So if, if you're in that position, you're probably going to want to come to that seminar on January 7th in Bellingham. Mm, okay. But the next one up, so the first one is long-term care costs, the six nasty financial surprises. The next one is going to be health insurance. And so this one is about when you can start taking health insurance. And so what it's trying to say is if you try to take, uh, if you try to retire before 65, and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there that are going to try to retire before 65. Mm -hmm. But if you do, the cost of your insurance is going to be pretty high. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to range anywhere from about $1,100 to about $1,200 per month just in order to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, As a matter of fact, because these costs are so high, about 14% of people said that they're keeping their job specifically just to have health insurance. Okay, yeah. And you can see that. People mm-hmm. wait till they're 65 to retire all the time. Right. Now, if it is really important to you to retire before you get that 65 mark, there's ways to bridge that. Of course, you can use COBRA plans mm-hmm. right, to help you stay on your current company's plan. Uh, you can jump on your spouse's health care plans if that's something that you can do. Or you can pay privately that uh, thousand to about twelve hundred dollars a month on average hmm. okay well we are talking about the six nasty financial surprises that uh, might wreck your retirement we're up to number three now absolutely and this is a huge one right this is one again so this is kind of goes in line with long-term care costs the first one was long-term care costs that mm-hmm. that for you right when mm-hmm. if but the next one is caregiving for an aging family member. Oh, okay so if if my 
mom or dad or if my spouse, right, needs care or more attention, those can drastically affect my retirement plan and those expenses there can really, um, you know, they can do damage that can affect us for years. Mm -hmm. And so there are all sorts of things associated with, uh, you know, trying to help somebody with these types of costs from travel costs, flying back and forth. If you don't live near your, your, your aging parents to, Mm -hmm. Helping with caregiver wages. You know, a lot of times people, unfortunately, just get really bad information about Mm. what kind of help they can receive to pay for long-term care. Mm -hmm. And so they'll get information that says, oh, you have to spend down all of your assets. Um, And unfortunately, they'll do that. And then the family has to end up helping them pay for long-term care services. And that ends up just being a disaster, right? Them helping to pay for caregivers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Paying for home modifications. So if your mom or dad need a ramp to get in and out of the home or if they need to put, uh, you know, grab bars in the bathrooms or they need to, you know, widen hallways or doorways to get Mm -hmm. a wheelchair through that kind of thing. uh, Those kinds of costs can really, really add up. And that doesn't even count, Bill, like having to take time off work in order to do that. You've talked about that before that, uh, you know, you're you're, you're taking time off away from work and uh, it's, um, you know, it's it's a big burden on you. Talk about a financial burden on your family, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if this is, and and again, the shame of it is, and and I'm going to jump on my soapbox here. Here we go. The shame of this is it's completely avoidable. People Mm -hmm. don't have to do this to their families, but because they don't plan or because they don't plan correctly, um, they end up really putting their family in harm's way here. And it it does, it ends up affecting generations financially, not just them. Right. Uh, number four, national economic crisis. What's that? We see any of those around here? Uh, I mean, well, let me see. Two thousand. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Two thousand eight. We, yeah. uh, we had a little bit of a problem. The housing prices went way down. Absolutely. The stock market. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and now you see it with the inflation and yeah. all that kind of good stuff. And so they figured that when the stock market crashed in two thousand eight, the U.S. retirement accounts lost two point seven trillion dollars. Wow. About thirty one percent of their peak value. When how housing market crashed in 2008. U.S. households lost nearly $100,000 in value. So you see this and it's cyclical. You know, we get out of this 2000. So what was it? 2001, 2002 was the big tech crash. Mm -hmm. 2008 was the big uh, stock market crash and, and the real estate crash. Yeah course we're going through a little kerfluffle right now mm-hmm. yeah we are well, <laughs> with a downturn that doesn't even uh, take account for uh, the pandemic a couple exactly, of years ago exactly you saw right. what happened then exactly right yeah. so obviously having these huge national economic crisis can really drastically affect your financial portfolio uh the uh, six nasty financial surprises might wreck um, uh, could wreck your retirement sure. but hopefully if you plan right uh, it won't we're uh, we're doing number five now well this one might not wreck your plan but it's sure going to wreck your good time right Right. So you've you've uh, raised your kids, yeah. uh, you've sent them off to college, and mm-hmm. then like a boomerang, those little buggers just come right back. I remember a, a, a comedy show a long time ago where the parents were saying, they come back. <laughs> exactly. they come, we tried to break their plate, but they, they come <laughs> they back. They keep coming back. Yeah. So and this could be any one of a number of reasons. You have a kid that gets divorced, or they lost a job, or they get sick, or something like that. One in nine baby boomer parents say their kids moved back in the past year, mm-hmm. and 76% percent of those parents said of the of the parents whose kids moved back said that they experience higher expenses because of that well, so sure. they're paying more for food they're paying more for their 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 phone bill all that kind of good stuff so be yeah. careful of that uh the final one i really like uh you, he gave me the list here a minute ago millennials <laughs> who won't move out can't you just kick them out you would can't, think so can't you just say get out of my house exactly right <laughs> get out of my basement go yeah. somewhere else so many everybody knows right it's a running joke about mm-hmm. The guy, you know, living in his mom's or his grandma's basement, basement. now. Yeah, got his little tinfoil Absolutely. hat on. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So roughly one in three adults, 21 to 37, don't gain financial independence until they are older than 30. That's incredible. That's man. insane to uh, me. I know. Can you even imagine living with your mom? And, anyway, I'm oh, sure there are people with good I, I reasons. I got kicked out of house 18. I went to college, and then I was, I was on my own. I never would have thought, thought to move back. <laughs> I didn't want to move back. Heck no. The whole my house, my rules yeah. thing was my dad's mantra when I was going through high school. So there's no way I wanted more of that. A lot of them are living with their parents. Absolutely yeah. they are. So. Mm-hmm. 
more than one third of millennials are actually living with their parents, and wow. the parents then are seeing much then higher expenses. So parents are covering things like forty one percent of parents are saying they're covering their kids' cell phone bills. Thirty two percent say they're covering their kids' groceries and gas. Forty percent aren't taking any kind of rent whatsoever from their kids, and thirty two percent are helping them pay for health insurance. Now I'm going to step up on my soapbox uh, before we uh, close this Man. segment and say, hey, uh, it it that is maybe a nasty financial surprise, but uh-huh. it doesn't have to be because you can kick them out. <laughs> you can get rid of them. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to no, be so callous. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? You can we, Obviously, we're a little bit tongue-in-cheek about it, but there are ways that you can help your kids where you can actually help your kids. A lot of times, um, just being a safe place for them to land and then mm-hmm. them never leaving isn't the best thing in the world right. for your kids. Um, can we talk about your seminar in a few minutes? Absolutely. Uh, coming up? Absolutely. We'll be talking okay. about that here in, the, you know, my favorite segment, the wrap-up. The wrap-up, the aging hour, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. This year, you should give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. I'm the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you? At Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, we practice a comprehensive and collaborative approach to estate and retirement planning that will help you set your family up for success. Don't let another year go by without getting your planning in order. Learn more by joining joining me for a free seminar in Bellingham on Saturday the 7th of January at 11 a.m. We'll be at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott on Northwest Avenue. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. 
Yeah, we are back on the uh, the big show, The Aging Hour. It's powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil George, uh, elder law attorney, uh, with us uh, as we uh, wrap up the, uh, well, the entire hour, because you're, you're here every Saturday oh, yeah. at uh, 1 o'clock talking about aging and stuff like that. And I now know mm-hmm. that you're getting ready. You're getting busy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get through the holidays Absolutely. here. And then it's, yeah. been a, it's been a while since you've done a seminar. It's been a long time so yeah. since I've done a seminar in, in Bellingham. I've been to Oak Harbor. Oh, okay. I've been uh, south and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, but it has. It's been a long time since I've been to Bellingham. And I'm looking forward to coming back up. So we will. Uh, so mark your calendar. We're going to be back in Bellingham on Saturday, January 7th, 11 a.m. Uh, the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. They're Over on, on Northwest. Northwest. Yeah, exactly right. Give everybody time to get through the holidays. Absolutely. Enjoy their stuff. And now they're looking at 2023. It's exactly. a new year. you got resolutions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so this is a great time to be looking at this, right? Honestly, one of the best presents that you can give your family over the holiday season is the promise to really put a plan together so that you're not going to put them in a position to to have to take care of you if you end up mm-hmm. uh, coming down with dementia or something like that so that they're not going to have to pay for caregivers to come in and, and take care of your stuff or that you know you're going to put a, a, a legal plan in place that will actually help them out instead of forcing them to just kind of figure things out and throwing them to the wolves mm-hmm. so you can really do your family a favor and this is really what we call life planning bill, you can do your family a favor by putting yourself in a position where you're not going to be one of those 70% of folks whose whose retirement plan fails when they when they when they need it the most. You know, where people that uh, end up running out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs or end up getting, you know, taken out of their homes and into a nursing home in the middle of the night because, you know, they can no longer stay home safely. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, those people that their their families just end up fighting like cats and dogs and they become a huge burden on their kids. You can avoid all that. And you've all heard the horror stories about those families where things just go sideways. Mm -hmm. You can avoid those things with proper planning. And that's what the seminar is going to be about. Mm -hmm. And truly, if you want to make a difference for your family in the future, this is going to be a great thing for you to come and listen to because it will give you a really good idea of those things that you should be thinking about specifically with with uh, with planning so mm-hmm. that you can be successful in retirement. Okay, so you got the seminar uh, yep. coming up on, on the 7th. Is it too early to, no, no, to no, sign no, up for that? Can they do that now? Absolutely. Okay. So we're obviously we're going to be talking about it more on the radio as we lead up to this and that kind of good stuff. But if you want to just jump in place now, because seating's going to be limited, we're mm-hmm. still worried, obviously, about flu season and about COVID and stuff sure. like that, just because of the nature of my clientele, right? I, I work with a lot of, of older folks. So if you want to make sure that you have a seat for you and your family, you can register at safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. You just go to the seminar tab. Uh, you can scroll down and you'll see where you can register. And you can register to be there either in person or mm-hmm. via Zoom. So okay. we're still allowing people to watch via Zoom. Or you can always call. You can mm-hmm. always call me at 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169. You can reserve your seat now. Uh, just to make sure that, again, you're in place so we can talk about those things that are going to help you be successful in your retirement. Well, speaking of that, the uh, subject matter that we uh, covered today, uh, we're going to go over that here in just a second, but I assume any of those uh, ideas or anything, uh, those folks can bring up at the seminar as well. Absolutely. And so what I like Mm -hmm. to do is is I get there early, obviously, I stay late, and that way I'm able to really talk to folks about their specific issues, their Mm -hmm. specific questions, kind of give you my thoughts on those. Um, I don't like to do it in a question and answer session so mm-hmm. much because obviously you're talking about private individual yeah. information. Right. So what I'll do is, you know, I'll go through the seminar. I'll give you these things to think about. I'll shut off my microphone. Um, I'll go to a, a different section mm-hmm. of the of the room. And then I'll invite people to come up and just one by one come and have a conversation with me. And it, it's a great way not to only just kind of uh, get to know me, you know, mm-hmm. the person you're listening to on the radio on a regular basis. But it's also a good way to get your questions answered when it comes to these retirement. Issues. A lot of the things we uh, covered today, uh, should uh, you think about going from a will to a absolutely, trust? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so these are, you know, we talk about these things all the time on our radio station. You know, um, the, these different topics come up. Today mm-hmm. it was, should I have a will or a trust? And then, you know, the five mistakes couples make and the six nasty financial surprises. And what it really comes down to is, you know, how do I plan effectively for mm-hmm. retirement? And you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, just don't know how to plan effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that their parents probably created a will and they know that they should probably see a financial planner. 
But that's really about it. That's about all the planning that most people do for retirement. And when you look at what we're up against now, when people are living into their 90s and, you know, they're trying to make sure that their retirement dollars can stretch and they're trying to make sure that they don't end up bankrupting themselves, uh, you know, either financially or emotionally Mm -hmm. or their families if, you know, they end up coming down with long-term care. There's just a lot there, right? And, And the planning that your parents did usually just isn't good enough to make sure that you're going to be successful. Well, the life planning you talk about, it uh, it encompasses a bunch of different uh, angles. It really it? does. So yeah. we're talking about more than just legal documents. And mm-hmm. we're talking about more than just, you know, how do I have the biggest pile of money in the, in the world? Yeah. What we're doing is we're trying to look at retirement from kind of an overall standpoint. So I talk to people about their health, their housing, their finances, of course, mm-hmm. uh, their legal work, their family dynamic, and really kind of dive into these things. Um, so, you know, with health, you want to make sure that you can stay independent as long as possible. And so how do you set yourself up for success that way? And we'll go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what kind of doctors you should be looking for, what kind of insurance you should be looking at, uh, what kind of things you can be doing to make sure that you stay as, as active and as, as, um, aware and as healthy as possible in your retirement. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about housing. You know, if the goal for your housing in retirement is to make sure that you don't end up getting shuffled off to a, a retirement home in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. um, well, then, gosh darn it, you should probably have a plan in place. Yeah. You know, if, if you've got, if you come to me and say, Phil, I want to stay at home until the very end, and then you also tell me that you have a four story home with the bedroom on the top floor, uh-huh. um, I'm going to look at you like you're crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, nice. that's, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. There are ways that you can set yourself up for success um, and, you know, just putting your head in the sand and hoping that magically your four-story mansion is going to be age-friendly is, is, isn't one of those ways, right? So the we have to look at housing differently. We have to be realistic and you can set yourself up for success there. Mm-hmm. Finances. Uh, you know, people always think that having the biggest pile of money in the world is the answer. Um, but then you look at guys like Casey Kasem, mm-hmm. $80 million estate. This guy was just huge. And mm-hmm. then he ended up coming down with dementia. His family got in a great big fight because he had a crummy plan. One of his kids ended up uh, basically grabbing him in the middle of the night and dragging him north uh, along the coast of California through Oregon. And the poor guy ended up dying in a crummy nursing home in Gig Harbor. Um, All that money and he couldn't save himself. And you see that time after time after time with Tim Mm -hmm. Conway and everybody else. Um, So just having the biggest pile of money isn't a a guarantee of success. Mm -hmm. Um, And then your legal documents, right? A lot of times people think that all they need is just a will saying, when I pass away, things are just going to go to my kids or better yet, I'll have a will and it'll just say, you know, I'll just name the person who can figure out who the assets are going to go to. Mm -hmm. What you're doing there is you're really just painting a bullseye on somebody's back. You're really just saying, okay, I'm going to be a huge burden on that person. Yeah. So you can set your legal documents up differently. You can set them up so that they're a structure that allows us to get you onto Medicaid if you end up getting sick, that allows us to avoid fights if if your family, when it comes time for your family to either, you know, help you get onto a, a Medicaid or to distribute assets after you pass. Mm-hmm. Um, we can really help them out a lot by making sure that your legal documents are manuals of instruction instead of just saying, figure it out. We cover a lot of these subjects on uh, the radio show, The Aging Hour, mm-hmm. uh, but at the uh, seminar, what, uh, you know, I assume nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits at yeah. the seminar. And so, you know, I'll be talking quite a bit about how to plan successfully in each one of those areas. And mm-hmm. then absolutely, your questions after that, uh, bring them on up. I'm, I'm more than willing to talk to you about anything that has to do with aging. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what we do on this show, too. Anything that has to do with aging, you know, you can always send in your questions. Uh, believe me, your neighbors and friends in your community that out there on the radio, they'd much rather listen to your questions yeah. than, than my ideas of what you want to talk about. If they want to uh, sign up for the seminar on the 7th of January, tell them again how to yeah. do that. So you can go to the, my website, www.safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Go to the seminar tab, scroll down, and you can uh, reserve your spot there. Or you mm-hmm. can just call me anytime, mm-hmm. 360-746-7169. That's right. And uh, by the way, you can always uh, email Phil at uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. 
Tom, uh, another show in the books. Absolutely. I just want to thank you guys for bringing us into your life. And, you know, don't forget to tune in next Saturday at 1 p.m. We'll be here every week. Don't set your family up for, up, up for failure in retirement. You know, we talk about this all the time. Uh, listen in, join us at the seminar, and let me show you how to set your family up for success. As we conclude the Aging Hour, it's all powered by a Safe Harbor Legal Solutions right here on KGMI.